and pointed at it. That's not a good exchange rate. You must really hate Americans. Lots of Canadians hate Americans, mostly because the rest of the world can't tell us apart. Oh, no, I am American, he said. If I didn't like them, I just wouldn't take their money at all. What's it all about, then? I figure it like this. Here in Canada, my psychiatrist and all the pills he orders me to buy are paid for by the government. If I had to foot the bill myself, in America, it would cost me untold thousands. So it just reflects the cost of living in the two places. So what do I get for my five bucks? This book of stories. One's about a guy on welfare who gets new dentures, and his social worker keeps reminding him of his state-sponsored teeth. That's what it's called, state-sponsored teeth. Um, okay. There's another one about this litter of kittens. A family in Etobicoke gets rid of these kittens by driving them to Parkdale and dumping them in the alley. Why Parkdale? I could see it. Poor guys in baggy sports outfits, layered jackets and hoodies. The concrete sidewalk worn smooth with the dirt under people's feet, pockmarked with flattened black spots like jet shit, like black spots on an X-ray. Butts disintegrating in the runnels. Because of the pet serial killer. It's been going on for years there. Someone's killing neighborhood cats and dogs. But the cops don't care. The city doesn't care. Because it's not the beaches or Yorkville or something. It's just the pets of crackheads and whores and artists. So this family from Etobicoke, the father drives a box full of kittens to Parkdale and leaves it in some alley. Is that it? No, it turns out he leaves the kittens right where the pet killer lives, in one of those converted loft condos in an old factory. Only the only way to get to the building is down this dark, scummy alley. See, the killer used to live in Rosedale, but he figured he was losing too much time traveling, so he sold the house and bought this condo. Okay. Anyway, so he comes home and finds the kittens. Then what? Then he kills them. Is that it? Yeah. I don't get it. You have to read it, then you'd get it. Okay, how about this? Wait, how many stories are there? In this book? Fourteen. I got other books, though. One has eighteen in it. One only six. I don't have that much time. I'm on my way to work. Oh, man, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm used to it. You want to buy the book? I'll think about it. It's not a pay week. Right, don't worry about it. It's not going to sell out or anything. I got no media interviews to do. I'll be right here whenever you want to come back and part with your measly five bucks. Okay, see you. Yeah, they all say that. Forget it. I'm not here. You just had a bad dream. Run to your safe little cage, you timid squirrel. Your wheel awaits. I was walking away by then. Food pellets in! Food pellets out! He shouted after me. I had no idea what he meant. Pellets in! Pellets out! You fucking squirrel! When I got to my safe little cage, the management squirrels were quivering because the queen bee was coming in. I call her that because once, when she was having renovations done to the store, she'd picked up a hand tool one of the builders dropped and brought it to me. I think this belongs to one of the workers, she said, one of the worker bees, and she turned and marched off. She'd been doing the rounds of a few branches, and we'd been tipped off by a friendly chipmunk at another feeding station, so we had to go around cleaning up and talking to customers so we'd look busy. I don't really mind when she comes by, because she only yells at managers, and I'm always talking to the customers anyway. 
And for an old chick, she's still kind of hot. A lot of hot chicks come in. They always seem to be genuinely surprised to find a guy who reads. But you can tell they'd never go out with you. Any book clerk is way too lowly to be a date. Besides, they're all looking for some sensitive guy who reads Michael Ondaatje. Or you get those spaced-out ones who are looking for a copy of Beautiful Losers. Or the tight-ass chicks looking for Atwood or Camilla Gibb. I kind of prefer the bubbly secretaries in their chicklet. They're usually more feminine and made up and dressed to give you a hard-on, even if they aren't showing any skin. What really gets me, though, are the simple plain ones, who don't know how good-looking they are. Librarians or teachers. They come in looking for Alice Munro or Carol Shields or something, and nobody's ever told them they're beautiful. So they're shy and modest and hot as fucking hell. Some of them I remember for days. And I wish I could find pictures.